to all my K-drama lovers and to all my anime lovers, welcome to the K-drama cafe podcast. If there's anyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining me here at the K-Drama Cafe Podcast. I'm your host, Sarai, and if this is your first time here, welcome, 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 welcome. All are welcome here, okay? K-Drama lovers, K-Pop lovers, anime lovers, K... wait, (laughs) fanboys, fangirls, you guys are all welcome here. If this is not your first time here, thank you guys so, so much once again to hear all my thoughts and takes on all things korean dramas and today um i'll be talking about anime films my favorite anime film so stick around if you guys like k-dramas but if you guys love anime films that's what we'll be talking about today okay so welcome back welcome or welcome back and thank you guys if you guys are following me on any of my social media accounts i apologize for my twitter account I literally do not post anything there. There's nothing interesting. I'm just, they just started it to follow everything that I like. <laughs> so if you guys don't follow me, then it's fine. Just, I, yeah. But on Instagram, you guys are more than welcome to follow me there. Um, I actually started TikTok. So go ahead and follow me there, kdrama cafe underscore podcast. And same with Instagram, kdrama cafe underscore podcast. I post, um, any korean drama content and anime content when i can and um yeah so thank you guys so much for if you're following me there if you guys haven't followed me but you guys have liked my random content hi stranger thank you so much <laughs> for liking my content um yeah thank you guys so again welcome welcome back feel free to reach out um if you have any any suggestions any recommendations we want to talk about any of my latest episodes anything that i've talked about recently um feel free to comment on my posts feel free to respond to my stories feel free to dm me i almost always respond so um yeah let's let's get the k-drama convo starting it's been fun it's been fun um but yeah let's get into it okay today's episode it's i'm so excited because i'm gonna take a k-drama break today and this year i decided to talk about because originally what i wanted to talk about majority for sure k-dramas but i also wanted to you know throw in anime and even like maybe webtoons mangas i don't know i don't know but finally this year i'm like i'm gonna do it i'm just gonna share with you guys because i know quite a I know, like, there's some, like, there's a good amount of people that, if they like K-dramas, there's a high chance that they've also watched anime and they've also liked anime. Can I be correct with this? I don't know. I could be wrong, but I feel like a good amount of people that I met also like anime, but who knows? We'll see. But today is a anime break, and I will be sharing you guys not all like my like these anime films i've um a lot of them are pretty new the older ones that i love are from studio ghibli and i want to do a whole episode on studio ghibli because yeah it's just my childhood and i wanted to save that for a special occasion so i decided to talk about my overall anime films non-studio ghibli 
today and this is not in one particular order but i do have my all-time favorite that i decided i decided like this is my all-time favorite wait is it this one or the studio ghibli we'll see once i rewatch the studio ghibli ones we'll see but i went and i chose five because i trust me i love i love anime and there's a, there's more films that i can talk about but these i decided to go with five so i don't take too much of your guys' time um but i decided with five of them in no particular order and um i decided to re-watch all of them to see how i feel about it if these still they still stand true and how i feel and yeah once i rewatched one by one i was like yep i love this movie yep i love this film so yeah guys let's get into it and share with me with um what your favorite five films are favorite anime films let's get into it <laughs> okay uh number well okay number five weathering with you okay weathering with you is directed by makoto shinkai okay written by makoto shinkai and he's amazing okay he's amazing music by rad wimps okay let me tell you guys rad wimps and anime have become my favorite thing like it's not it's just those two those two things rad wimps with makoto shinkai like yes like i love it i love everything about it oh my gosh but yes weathering with you i have to say is one of my one of my favorites i watched when i rewatched it i was like okay let's see if i like this still because i watched it in theaters with my sister and i was like so hyped because they did like little easter eggs on your name and obviously your name like yeah but it was so good like the details like and the music from rad wimps like oh gosh everything like i felt the feels and i was thinking to myself like okay did i like this because i watched it in theaters and i was just feeling the feels because it was on the big screen and because i hadn't watched an anime film in a long time and this and that let's watch it again because i did after i watched it on screen i ended up watching it when it came out on hbo max and i was like okay yeah i like this a couple years later here we are today (laughs) and i watched it again and yeah i still like it i like it a lot i love it i freaking love it you guys it's so it's so good and this story is like um it's fantasy like it it's set in tokyo we have two um our two main leads um and it stars or it starts off with our main lead horaka and then we have our main girl hina and um the adult characters a middle-aged man named suga um or Kaisuke Suga and then his niece Natsumi Suga and then um Hina's younger brother Nagi and I think those are the main characters that are important at least and so Horaka 
he runs away from home and moves to tokyo by himself and he's 16 years old okay he yeah he runs away from home he's 16 years old he meets uh, a girl named hina and she's 15 years old um and she her parents had died and so it's just her and her brother and she is left in this little little apartment to live by themselves and so she pretends to be almost 18 years old in order to take up these part-time jobs so that she can pay for their living and she can pretty much have them together because once once um like the foster care system i don't really know how it works in japan but their fear was them being separated because there was no one to claim them no one to take care of them everyone everyone had died and so like if the system takes them they most likely will be separated so she takes various part-time jobs to support her and her little brother um she has yeah yeah she it's just so heartbreaking but the interesting thing about this movie is that she has a unique ability to control the weather in different ways such as um stopping the rain and lightning like all she pretty much what she does is she prays and she um brings out sunlight so she's there's this like little like myth that goes along in japan or in tokyo at least that there is this such thing as these girls called sunshine girls that they have the ability to um to yeah stop the rain <laughs> to stop the rain and bring sunlight for for a brief moment so she discovers this ability that she has and so Horika and her meet and um they she shows him this ability they end up like bonding and trusting each other and she shows him and he's like obviously amazed so they ended up deciding to um post this ad about sunshine girl that you know can pray away the rain and so they start this little like journey um where they get hired by different like um different like not company sometimes it's company sometimes it's events and each each time it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and so she's praying and she's like it's actually working and it's funny because kaisuga suga he is a um he's a a man who runs a small publishing company where horika ends up working part-time as well and he he takes in horika he obviously knows that he's a runaway takes in horika takes in um takes him in lets him live there and has him like run errands for him and work for him and stuff like that and with his niece who is a college student who works part-time at that office as well and so yeah so so he's working for him and then on the side he's helping out hina and like they're doing these little adventures and stuff like that um and in between the everything like you have your conflicts obviously which is he's a runaway you know and she's actually 15 years old and she's been lying about her age and they don't know about that but the main thing about it it's really cool because obviously it's fantasy so it's like you know um she actually becomes a sunshine girl so like a weather girl and there's this myth in japan about the weather like that in order for you guys you guys gotta watch this show sorry not the show you guys gotta watch this film 
okay spoiler alert though it's so interesting because the myth is that the rain will pour down on japan or at least tokyo uncontrollably until it drowns out tokyo all of tokyo unless the sunshine girl the weather girl um sacrifices herself and gives herself to the sky and she becomes part of um yeah part of the rain part of part of the sky and this happens ever so often where like a girl is sacrificed and so she becomes one of that here's the thing though horika is crazy (laughs) and he ends up falling for her and really caring about her and they're just a kinship because he she's on her own and he's on his own because he runs away um he runs away and so he feels like the need to take care of her and this movie is is just it hits me because um when because the weather gets really crazy like it's really really crazy to where it starts draining out tokyo um eventually she starts becoming part of like the sky like you see her her like her body starts vanish to vanish little by little and there's this scene where they're they ran away from because the people start found out that she's you know she's a minor and she and her brother are living together and then they found out that he's a runaway student and so they run off and like they they end up finding like a place to stay and there she he she reveals to him like that she's disappearing and in that moment like they cry together and they just like hold each other and it was such a sweet moment because they're kids like she's 16 he's he's 16 she's 15 years old and they're just kids and they're scared and they're like no like this cannot happen and like it's just a good reminder of like they're kids and they're scared and they don't know what to do and they don't know what they're doing and so it was it was such a good way for you know this creator to show that i just really liked it and she ends up yeah being sacrificed to go to the sky and sunshine comes out (laughs) And so he makes it his mission to go and find her. And she he had remembered that how he start how she started becoming a sunshine girl was because she went she found a shrine at the top of this building. And she was praying for her mom to get well. So she goes to that shrine, walks past by this like little it's not a bridge, but it's like a little it's i guess into the shrine and so while she's praying for it she automatically becomes part of the sky and she becomes a sunshine girl so he remembers that and she's like i need to go there get go inside there and it's gonna take me to the sky to where she's at and i'm gonna bring her down yeah he's brave he literally defies all odds he's being chased by cops he's like and Kaisuka Suga, the guy who takes him in, he has a daughter who who has asthma. His wife died. He is trying to get custody of the kid, but because he's not living the life that he should, that a good, like, suitable parent should, you know, in order to win a custody case, he has struggles. So once he found out that he, you know, the cops were looking for him and the cops asked and, or, you know, asked him questions, he's like, 
sorry kid like i can't be involved with you like i'm trying to win this custody battle like i'm trying to win my daughter i'm trying to see my daughter and i can't be involved with you so yeah that happens but he still ends up helping him out he still ends up helping him out and you know natsumi the niece is like 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 who are you kidding you're gonna help this kid because he reminds he reminds um you of yourself and he ends up helping him to get to the shrine okay because the police are after him they they don't want to hear him they think he's crazy and like Horika finds out she's actually 15 she's not 17 years old she's not 18 years old he is freaking out because he's like wow like she has been on her own by herself more mature than me i'm a cry baby and she's younger than me um yeah <laughs> and she she like this is just paraphrasing this movie like you guys should i recommend watch the film so good so freaking good he goes he finally makes it to the sky finds her brings her back and she's to oh i love this scene like i spoiler alert you guys like this is like such a good scene where she's where she's like but if i if i go down there like this you know uh the rain won't stop like they won't you're sacrificing sunny days and she's and he's like i don't care let the weather be horrible as long as i have you <laughs> my gosh tell me why it's giving me like never mind i'm not gonna mention it <laughs> i'm not gonna mention it because i already told myself i was done talking about it <laughs> but it was giving me that trope of k-dramas where the guy would sacrifice everything for his girl that villain trope so i was like he literally was like i don't care about everyone else i don't care about good weather or sunny weather i just care about you like he isn't that crazy isn't that crazy how nowadays before the trope was the hero um the hero sacrifices his love for to save the world and now it's like they don't care they're like "Mm, i want my person so he saves her brings her back and three years later tokyo is just completely different um they decide to just do things the right way he goes back home she you know ends up you know be turned in and three years later he comes back to tokyo and finds her and he was like weird three years and we never talked to each other we never see each other like did that really happen was that a dream like and then when he saw her they saw each other he was like no that wasn't a dream like we did this like we we did this (laughs) and yeah and that's how it ends and it's so good like i'm probably butchering this story but and there's so much to the story itself but i i loved their little adventure between them two like was it necessary no it was not necessary but i just like the hopefulness of it and the fact that the right thing to do was in order to like help everyone to was for her to be sacrificed but he was like who cares they could it's just rain they're gonna be okay (laughs) and i like that i really like that i mean 
would that work in real life probably not but i really like that i really like that this the soundtrack you guys red whips there's this song called grand escape where they it's used in the scene where he finds her in the sky and and he takes her with him oh my gosh one of my favorite scenes so good like me and my sister we after we watched that film like we had that song on loop it's so freaking good but rad whips you guys i'm telling you anime films and rad whips are the thing for me <laughs> so so good but yeah that's weathering with you you guys animations we have to explain it it's so good so detailed like mikato shinkai he's so good like that's all i gotta say he is so good um i love him love him and i and i'm looking forward he came out with a new one it's called suzume i think and i'm for sure watching that one I, i'm watching that one when it comes out into the u.s i think it already came out in japan but once it comes out here i'm watching it i don't care but that's weathering with you okay the next one is a silent voice and <laughs> a silent voice will make you cry for sure i remember when it came out i was still um in college and um i remember i had i was working at this little like music center where it was it was like a shop like a music shop and on the back of it they had music lessons and i was working in the front and um I was working in the front to help with like the music lessons part and then the shop my co-worker helped and we were about to stay he was a little bit younger than me but he, he we were both in college and we both loved anime you know we both loved the same anime we both loved like anime like into geeky stuff so when it came out we were like yo you gonna watch it you gonna watch it like and so yeah he ended i wasn't able to watch it in theaters for i forgot why i couldn't make it but he ended up watching it and he was like yo it's good <laughs> it's good and i cried i'm like okay okay noted i can't wait to watch it so i watched it when it came out i think when did i well yeah I, when it came out i watched it and let me tell you guys it was so freaking good and it, it's just one of those i love anime man it really makes you think it really it really makes you think really brings out emotions from you it really like tests you <laughs> but this um this one is very it's sensitive it's so so this one um was created by um directed by naoko yamada and um this is actually based on i think i'm was it a manga or am i tripping what is it based i think it's based on um a manga yep it's based on a manga so we have shoya um ishida and um he's a high school boy who bullies Shoko Nishimaya, a deaf girl, when they were in elementary. He becomes he ends up becoming the victim of being bullied when um the principal finds out. Um and he ends up becoming a social outcast. 
And so once he gets older, so in elementary school, we have Shoko Nishimiya, and she's a girl who's deaf, who transferred to Shoya, the main guy's um, elementary school. And she is harassed by Shoya, harassed by the friends around the girls. And so the way she ends up communicating, and I think, I don't know if it was because of the time the setting of the time or because it's how it is in japan um well yeah it is i mean it's not that it is in japan it's just not everyone not everyone knows asl you know like, and no one it, yeah it's rare it's it, it's yeah so she transfers to this elementary school and she's deaf and she uses this notebook to communicate with people. So she tells everyone, I'm deaf, you want to communicate with me, write in this notebook. Because, yeah. So people suck. <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard to watch because all the kids, all the kids are, um, yeah, they harass her, they bully her because she's different. And so even when she's, like, trying to make friends and she, like, gives them the notebook, like, oh, like, if they start talking to her, they'll start talking to her, like, if she can hear them. And so she's, like, she hands him the notebook and he's, they're, like, get that away from me. I'm not going to write that down. Like, I'm not going to write anything down. Like, you're weird. And so because of that, because she's in there, um, the school provides, like, an ASL um, tutor. And so you know the, the teacher goes in there and explains to them well we have someone that's different and they communicate through asl so we're going to teach the class and then this they have the audacity to be like well she has this notebook like we're fine with it even though they're not fine with it anyways it's complicated like if you guys get triggered by bullying and like all that like it might be triggering but it's good it's a good it's a good film and so she yeah gets really heavily bullied um it yeah as an elementary school she transfers eventually and like i said shoya gets um outed by his peers and the principal finds out and he becomes an outcast um and going into middle school and high school like middle school he gets bullied high school he just becomes an outcast does it he just keeps to himself doesn't talk to anyone doesn't look anyone in the eye that's his thing throughout the entire film and he just because of that he he's if the film starts off with him like trying to make amends with everyone so he can unalive himself and so his mom finds out and he's like she's like you better not do it like you better not like you know and so she he changes his mind and yeah he's he tries to find shoko and um try to make some ends with her and um yeah so they meet again and they're older and they form they form a friendship and it's it's complicated and it's just a complicated story because you have her who it's so heartbreaking because anything that happens she feels like it's her fault and it's so easy to blame her not that it's easy to blame her because no one should blame her not even herself but because she has a disability she feels like if i never had this ability no one would bully me and that means this wouldn't happen or this wouldn't happen so 
she attempts to like unalive herself and it's so it's such a good story because she has a little sister and she the little sister feels like this this um burden on her this responsibility to be like what can i do for her to change her mind to stop for her to stop feeling that way about herself for her to like stop blaming herself and she's a little girl she's a little like middle school girl her sister and then you have like yeah so yeah so they meet again they form a friendship and they try to amend with like their old friends from elementary where they had all these you know where they bullied her and uh, it's hard it was, it, yeah it's hard it's hard but i mean it's good <laughs> it's a good film and he he ends up um show uh, gosh shoya ends up um becoming friends with this kid from high school and they he's so cute the kid is so cute he ends up um they end up forming this friendship and so yeah like it's just a little like they end up trying to like everyone from the elementary school who was a part of the incident try to come again together and you know try to make amends and try to hang out again and be friends again and then like there's a falling out because there's still unresolved feelings and then they try to become friends again and you know it's interesting because you would think like oh i the you know shoko would be like i will never see these people again i never want to see but the entire time she just desperately wanted them to accept her and she's willing to forgive them whatever they did because she felt like whatever they did to her to harm her was her fault and so yeah it's crazy but what impacted me was like her having to finally just not blame herself and learn how to live and just yeah love herself and she was never she never had a problem to let people in she never did it was just her problem was you know hating herself and then with shoya like he felt like obviously this 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 uh what is it called this guilt and so he yeah the thing is with him like he closes himself off and the entire movie it's interesting because everyone except probably um i want to say shoko his bestie from high school which uh tomohiro i think yeah so him shoko shoko's sister um yuzuru and i think his family besides those everyone else you see have an x on their face and what that means is that he doesn't look people in the eye he keeps himself he closes himself off he's like i never want to see anyone i never want to talk to anyone i i just want to keep to myself i just want to like pretty much like i can't kill myself off but i'm just gonna die (laughs) emotionally it just and so he only looks those certain people in the eye everyone else he like closes himself off and you see throughout the film where when he opens himself up again the exes fall and he starts to meet people and get to know them and then when there's conflict 
the X's go back on their face again. It's not until the end of the film where he um, he pretty much he ends up being in a coma because he tries to save Shoko's life because she tries to you know end her life and so in the process he tries to save her but he ends up falling off himself he ends up being in a coma and he ends up waking up after a good minute and so they have their moment together they right when he wakes up they go see each other it's a very bonding moment it's a really good moment and they end up see each other and they're like okay okay we gotta live <laughs> we gotta live and so yeah time passes by and you see the ending of the story where he's like see everyone he cares about they're all like having they're at a festival they're having like the time of they're like you know like interacting with each other being goofy you know seeing everyone being okay and then he's like okay okay and he opens his eyes and every one around him all their excess fall off and he sees everyone in their eyes he sees everyone in their faces and he starts crying and it's so good i can i cannot bring justice to the description of that scene but that scene is such a good scene it's such a good scene such a good story i love that story the animation is really good it's not as good as like um you know like weathering with you and like um shinkai's animation i think but y'all like the it's still a good animation like the scene where she's about to jump off and there's like fireworks like so good where where it lacks um its strength that like okay hold on let me let me make sense even though it's not you know the animation is not as good as like weathering with your your name at least for my opinion where it makes up is the way that it's animated just brings the story to life like in an emotional way the way that it's animated is just so good like it's still detail is such good it's still good animation but if it lacks in anything and it makes up for it and the way it tells the story so freaking good so freaking good a silent voice i highly recommend it if you are gonna miss out on every other movie that i mentioned today in this episode i say watch that one for sure a silent voice okay all right i almost got emotional there it's an emotional it's an emotional film I'm not gonna lie um but the next one this one i'm gonna keep it short because it's just it only it's only gonna make sense for people who are fans of it but the next one is called the last naruto the movie so yes it is an installment of the naruto franchise <laughs> and it's called the titles the last and it's not the only an, um, naruto film so naruto is a series that started off when i was literally the age of the characters i think about 13 years old and it is a long series it's a long anime show but it's a great one it's up to where they do a spinoff of his son i didn't watch it and i I refuse to watch it but naruto and then naruto shippuden which is when they're older probably in like their late 
teens. <sighs> so good. So freaking good. So good. Like, sometimes I'm like, should I rewatch the whole thing? So good. But yeah, I love that series. Um, but anyways, we're talking about the film. So they brought out a film called The Last. And this is towards the end of the show where they pretty much bring out the plot, the love, the romance of the show. And this one focuses all about um, Naruto, of course, the main guy, and Hinata. <laughs> Anyone who's a fan of Naruto that's listening to this, I gotta say, I was right. <laughs> when this show came out, before Shippuden came out, I was like, oh yeah, Hinata's endgame. I don't care what anyone says. I know she's shy. I know he, it looks like he's not, pay- he doesn't pay attention to her, but trust me, she's endgame. Like, I know she's endgame. And people will be like, no, Sakura's endgame. I feel like people are not going to understand what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sakura's endgame, what's in that? No, I knew it from the start. I knew Hinata and Naruto were canon. And yes, I was so happy when it happened. So happy. So this this film is so good. I'm going to keep it short with this one. It's one of my favorites because, first of all, I was right. <laughs> they ended up together. I was right. He always liked her. He just was stupid and he never realized it. And I could go on and on and on and to explain why I felt that way through the series, even when they were kids. And to I could just go on, but I'm not going to do it because... I don't think that anyone who I don't think anyone who's listening to this has watched it and would know what I'm talking about. So yeah, this the film is really good. Like it's so beautiful and the story's really good. I like the fact that because a lot of times like when there's movies that come out in series, it's kind of half done and the animations quality is whatever. It's like almost like a filler. It's not really canon, but this one was canon and this one i feel like they really took their time and they really took their time on the love story they took their time on the story in general of her and i just really like the fact they really put the focus on her because she's really looked down upon because she's like really shy she's like quiet she has a little small voice her you know she struggled with herself but she had a really good character development she's in yeah she's a beast i love her i've always loved her and this movie is all about her so it's one of my favorites like i watched it so many times and re-watching it recently for this episode i was like yep it's still good still love it and that's it i'm just all i'm gonna say i'm just gonna say like i love it like i know a couple people who watched it that didn't watch the show and liked it so i say i would definitely have you guys check it out but if not it's cool i'd rather you guys check out naruto but i know it's a lot it's a lot of episodes it's a lot of episodes but i just want to really briefly mention it because i i love that movie i absolutely loved it and yeah it's so good it's so so good okay so the next film is such a classic for me it's such a classic for me and those who have been watching anime for a long time 100,000 has watched this film okay it's called a girl no it's called the girl who leapt through time and i don't know why for when i was young um 
hold on when i was young the girl when i was young i thought this was a studio ghibli film why because i was young it came out in hold on no that's that's not that hold on okay yeah it came out in 06 oh yeah i was no mm -hmm. that was well i don't know why i thought it was, that was stupid but i found out that it wasn't <laughs> i found out it wasn't it was directed by mamoru hosada um screenplay by satoko okadura and um it's based on the girl who left through time manga and it's it, wait is it a manga or is it a novel I, no i'm sorry it's a novel and this film is so good now is the anime as good as it is today no but the story is so good like it's so good it's such a good story from start to finish the character is annoying <laughs> the character is definitely a cryberry is annoying she's an interesting heroine she's a very selfish heroine but it's so good you guys and for its time anime is definitely good like anime i love anime like anime is always so freaking detailed so intricate so beautiful like i love anime but um this one is really good it came out in 06 by the way the silent voice came out in 2016 weathering with you came out in oh crap i'm sorry i'm sorry weathering with you came out in 2019 okay just so you guys know and then um sorry and then the last naruto um naruto the movie came out in 2014 okay so just just to, just in case you guys care but this one came out in 06 and so freaking good okay so it, i mean the title is literally it's self-explanatory it's about a high school girl um she's 17 years old her name is um uh, makoto and uh, makoto kono and she it, yeah it's pretty much she discovers this little like won't it's like a little thing on the ground when she's um doing like a an errand or something she goes into like a science room and she finds like on the she she falls she finds something on the floor looks like a little like walnut i don't know what it is and turns out it's like a gadget to leap through time yeah and when she breaks it she leaps through time and then she notices on her arm uh, like a, a number and so those numbers represent how many times she can time leap so what she doesn't know is that that little this little object belonged to someone from her class that was a time leaper and so she finds it and she discovers it she realizes how she can um she can leap through time and yeah you guys she ends up doing shenanigans leaping through time trying to fix things trying to help people out trying to like but in in along the way when she's doing that trying to fix things trying to help people out trying to like whether she's like doing things for herself selfishly or she's actually trying to help people out or one time she, her like best friend confessed to her and he's and she was like oh heck no so she 
weeps through time several times just because he keeps confessing to her it's funny because she's like 17 years old and she's like i don't want to deal with this <laughs> does she, does she like him too yes but she she's a child um <laughs> so she ends up so she has an aunt and she goes see her aunt and her aunt is sus her aunt's suspicious there's a theory going on that her aunt is her from the future and i believe that so she that's her aunt and she calls her her aunt a witch or something for some reason and so she goes visit her tells her and her aunt's like pretty much tells her like you've been leaping through time haven't you and she's like uh and so she they kind of conf- she kind of confesses like yes that she has and so she's like yeah i can do whatever i want i can like wake up if i you know wake up late i can just like leap in leap through time and like sleep more and then she's like her aunt is like when do you think that it's gonna start affecting people and she's like what what do you mean and sure enough starts affecting other people in her life and starts to harm people and there's this so when she gets um when she gets what is it there's this when she gets um she leaps through time when she's on her way to meet her aunt she gets uh she's riding her bike and she has to cross a railroad to cross that railroad she it goes down a hill and her bicycle um brakes fails and so she ends up uh getting ejected from her bike and she like as she was like flying out and she's about to hit get hit by the train she leaps into time right before right before the accident and i think that's the first time and that's how it started and so she right right before that happens like she starts leaping through time before that incident so she had affected the time so much that when finally came to that day where she was about to die from the train um what ends up happening is that her friends her two friends her guy friend and and her girlfriend um end up being the one who takes her place and so she tries her hardest to fix it and she she couldn't make it until finally she realizes that her bestie okay the guy who confessed to her (laughs) um Oh gosh, what was his name? Chiaki. Chiaki. He freezes time, telling him that he's telling her he's from the future. He explains everything. He explains that what she found the the object she found on the floor was her was his and all this stuff. And so, yeah. And you guys, I'm going to stop right there cuz I already revealed too much. But you guys, this I know I already recommend it, but this one I recommend if you're an anime lover to the core, okay? If you're someone that watched Studio Ghibli films, someone that's watched like old anime films and old anime shows from back in the day, you guys watch this one. I recommend recommend to put this in your in your repertoire. <laughs> like watch it it's so good it's so good it's okay it's really good but i love this this one definitely stood withstood the test of time this is the oldest one in my list besides the studio ghibli ones that i'll be talking about soon 
this one is one of the oldest ones and it's still to today it's been what 2006 um what like gosh like what more than 15 years um and it's still good it's still a good movie so check it out guys check it out especially you young kids like check it out i check it out you won't be disappointed okay let's finish this off with my favorite 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 anime of all time and if you guys see my reel on instagram or on tiktok you guys know which one it is and it's your name from 2016 okay and your name kicked everything besides one that is the studio ghibli film kicked everyone's butt and made it to my top one like i can't decide how i would just put everything in order but for sure this one this one is definitely one of my favorites favorites like i can confidently say this is my favorite movie and it's directed by makoto shinkai and let me hold on so it's directed by makoto shinkai written by him and music by red wimps and this is the film where i first heard of red wimps and let me tell you guys like this film is so interesting because for a long time nothing could really beat studio ghibli films when it comes to anime because studio ghibli films came out with bomb films okay let's just be honest okay but then makato shinkai came in and i'm pretty sure like people tried to recreate the same formula of studio ghibli but when he came in he changed up the game y'all like when i first watched this film i was like so confused in a good way (laughs) because it starts off you're very confused if you feel confused when you start watching this film it's doing it's doing its job you you're supposed to be confused because i yes you're supposed to be like where the characters are at of like very like just confused and disoriented if you feel that way then it's then you're watching it correctly (laughs) so it's very confusing and then so you get introduced by the characters and you have no idea what's going on they yeah and it's weird it's not weird but it's interesting because as soon as the intro happens then like we have a montage with a song from rad wimps i think it's called dream lanterns i think it's that one and there's a whole montage of them (laughs) and it's so weird because i was like i was confused i was like wait hold on is this a show or a film like it almost seems like an opening sequence to a show and i'm like i was so confused i was like wait is this a whole intro and opening for a show am i watching a film like what's happening no it's a whole montage and they use a whole a whole song for that montage for these characters and it's just like and people talked about that because i was uh, yes people talked about how he did that how he used like rad wimps for his like music and like oh gosh he just changed up the game with this with this okay he changed up the game and 
the animation oh the details y'all the details the details on the phones when they use the reflection on the phones the details on the comments the details and everything the story itself is so good so intricate like oh i love this i love this movie i love this movie i love this movie <laughs> makato shinkai y'all he's good i liked him and I, there's one i haven't seen from him i think it's five centimeters called five centimeters apart from you i don't know but i haven't seen it and i will definitely check that one out but so, so yeah it's good it's good so this this one is about two characters we got taki tashibana he is a high school boy from tokyo 17 years old he is a student um, and obviously a high school student. He is a sketch artist. He is an architect. He's aspiring to be an architect. Um, and he is an interesting character. He is so freaking interesting. Not boring at all. Love his character. Um, and he... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just getting too excited. And he, um, he works part-time and um yeah and then we have mitsuha miyamizu okay and she's also a high school student when we meet her she's a high school student does not like her life she lives in a town called itamori itamori and in mount it's like it's like a it's like it's a rural town and it's like i don't really know how to explain it but pretty much the way that town was formed is that hundreds or thousands of years probably a meteor um hit that in that area and made like a crater it made like this it made this whole mountainous area and that's where she lives she lives in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and so she does not like her life okay she literally is like i hate this mundane life i wish i lived in tokyo like why couldn't i be like why couldn't I can I live as a high school boy a handsome high school boy from Tokyo in my next life like why gotta live in this shabby lame life well she gets her dream come true because she wakes up and she's in the body of none other than Taki Taki Tashibana and it's so cute because they both wake up and the first thing you see is him waking up in her body and there's like i'm not gonna say this is an innocent show because it's not but he wakes up and they they address certain things because they're they're opposite genders and so they address like the uncomfortableness of being in the opposite gender's body and so he's like okay something's off (laughs) something's missing but then i have something else and he's like yeah, there's just a running gag with with him manhandling her. Ch- yeah, it's inappropriate, but it's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a running gag, and so he deals with that, and then he's like very confused. He thinks it's a dream, and she also obviously is in his body, and she's like the whole time like, well, this is a dream, and she's just enjoying herself, trying to like she's working, she's like living the life. Until they find out that they're legit body swapping. And 
once they find out that they body swap then they start like leaving notes for each other and they start communicating with each other on their phones and they're like okay we're gonna do this if this is gonna keep happening we're, we need some rules okay because you keep getting me in trouble and or you're wasting my money or this and that and that and that and so they come up with these rules and it becomes a norm they start body switching they start communicating and they have good chemistry like the direct yeah he he created really good chemistry for these these anime characters really good chemistry loved it loved it and yeah guys like it's it's interesting because oh my gosh do should i spoil it for you guys i don't know should i no i can't Can, can i the twist at the end is really good wow the reason trust me it explains why they body swapped how they body swapped and why they were never never able to meet at the same time in the same time at the why they had difficulties meeting but i have to say that there's so where she lived okay that same comet that struck her town like hundreds thousands of years ago was coming back in the specific time and it's not revealed until later on towards the end what year it is and so it's it's really good it's so good i if you guys want me to just spoil the crap out of it and just talk detail by detail i'm so down to do it i'm so down to do it i will see if i do it maybe but i don't want to spoil it because i i have to recommend this one like top one that i recommend is a silent voice because i feel like it's so good like you will definitely get emotional and it's just it brings out complicated complex feelings of life of what people go through regarding like dealing with people and like amending with people and like yeah it's 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 difficult but it's so good the way they address it but this one i recommend because it's freaking good <laughs> the story is really good it has to do with time travel trying i can't talk it has to do with time traveling it has it's like it has all my favorite tropes the amnesia tropes the um fish out of water trope well i mean it has all my favorite tropes it has the amnesia tropes and it's so sad when that happens and it has time traveling and well that's not my favorite trope but i have difficulties with that but it's good the way they did it here is really good and and the body swapping and everything like so good it's like it just wasn't what i expected at all i didn't know what i was i didn't know what i was going in for when i first watched it and i was so happy because i was like what in the heck just happened and in a good way okay it was like the first time i watched spirited away okay like really quick studio ghibli plug spirited away is a strange film actually studio ghibli Hayao Miyazaki, sir, all your films are strange, but they, in a good way. Spirit Away is insane. <laughs> it's insane, it's trippy, but in a good way. Like, when I first watched I was like, what did I just watch? But I liked it. Like, it's such a good impact of a good story. And your name has that impact for me, at least. 
and not just that but just like the artistic part of it of how beautiful it is how like you know when they show the comic striking when they show the comic splitting into two when they show like the comic going down through the clouds when they show like the thing about the thing about him about makoto shinkai which i was telling my sister she also is into she's like also draws and animates and stuff like that i was telling her like one thing about makoto shinkai that i commend for him that i haven't really seen much in different animes is that he has the way he he does his films is just so his angles are as if it was like a real life film the way he the way he animates the way he creates his film is if it was an actual film camera bringing in those angles and filming these like scenes of when you know the characters looking up at the sky and looking at the comet and stuff like that and like the angles uh, it's so like when she sees when both of them see the comet the way it's drawn out or like animated it's as if it was a real camera just creating the angles to see from a i don't even know what i'm talking about like it's so good it's as if and i stand by it i stand by it like it's as if it was a real life camera um, capturing those angles he did so freaking good so good i'm still mesmerized i keep saying memorized i'm still mesmerized to um till today by the way he did that and and it's crazy because i haven't seen many films do it that way like there's so many great films trust me but he just he somehow found a way to make it look like it's an actual camera like an actual film camera creating those those angles by video like by live action video and it's just brilliant to me and i can go on and on and on and on about it but yeah i'm gonna stop right there i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna stop right there guys so yeah your name is definitely my all-time favorite and i can go on and on about it honestly um so maybe i will one day i don't know we'll see but yeah that is my my most favorite five films there's so many films out there so many great ones but these are the ones that i um that i just love dear to my heart and that i would definitely recommend for those besides naruto because i feel like you would have to be a fan of naruto to understand what's going on but every every the other ones like i highly recommend especially those who are new to anime i recommend those especially your name especially asylum voice i recommend you like if you're if you've been watching anime for a while watch the girl who left through time if you're absolutely new to anime but you're like ooh, enjoying it watch your name and weathering with you but if you haven't watched anime much watch asylum voice watch asylum voice get started with that one and work your way up um but yeah guys thank you guys so much for joining me if you have stuck around this whole entire time let me know if you guys watch anime films let me know if you guys have watched any of these anime films if you like any of these anime films if you like your name okay let me know and if you guys are gonna watch makoto's makoto shinkai's next film which is suzu suzume i'm sorry if you guys are gonna watch that one if there's any other films that 
are your favorites that I have not uh, mentioned. Let me know too if you recommend any. Let me know, guys. But any anime lovers out there, reach out. Reach out because, come on. we. I know there's K-drama lovers who are also anime lovers. I know that you guys are out there. But either way, guys, thank you guys so much for joining me. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, and if you guys are at work, please have a wonderful day at work. If you guys are driving, please drive safe. If you guys are students, you got this. You got this. You got this. Um, pick one of these films as an incentive to finish your assignments. And you guys got this. We all got this. And thank you so much for joining me here at the K-Drama Cafe Podcast. Anime edition. <laughs>